In this episode, I'm going to show you how to use SEO or search engine optimization to get tens of thousands of people to your website, hundreds of clicks to your affiliate links, dozens and dozens of email opt-ins, and most importantly, at least one passive income source for bloggers. Let's dive in. And welcome to the Blogger Revolution. My name is Chris, and here we talk about building passive income streams that work for you so you don't have to. Before we get started, be sure to check the link down in the description, bloggerrevolution.com workshop. There I have a free training that shows you step-by-step -step how to build your own passive income online in no time. That's bloggerrevolution.com workshop. Okay, so if you are multitasking, right now is the time to pay attention. So go ahead, grab a pen and paper. Let's go in because these tips are going to be hard hitting, all right? So the first one is to use reverse outreach to get more relevant backlinks to your site. Now, usually when you own a blog, a lot of different emails are going to be flooding your inbox of people trying to get guest posts onto your site or do what are called niche edits where they want you to include a link in an article that already exists on your site. Now, when people begin to reach out to you, all you need to do is reverse it onto them. Instead of just, you know, taking what they want, just say, hey, how about I counter with this collaboration idea? I will give you a relevant guest post or a insert a link into one of my articles that points to wherever you want it to go for an aside, just make sure that it's, it's to not a spammy website. It's got to be a good legitimate link. But you tell them that, hey, I will include something like that within my website if you find a relevant backlink on a guest post that you might be already writing out to another website. Now, the trick here is don't ask them for a link from their website. Ask them for a link with all of the guest posts they're probably already writing to and just, hey, insert a link and just make sure that it's relevant to my niche. Whether whether it's nice and broad or whether it's nice and specific, you want to make sure that it's nice and relevant to what it is that you happen to be doing. And if they really want to get a guest post onto your site or get a link onto your site, which usually they do because the amount of emails that you have to send out just to get one person to respond, they're going to talk to you. So go ahead and tell them exactly what you want. And it's going to be cheaper for them rather than having to you know, offer to send you any money or anything like that. But if someone could give me a nice relevant link from a high authority site, then I might just take it. So you have them go out, they go find something, they report back to you. Now they're working for you just to get that link just by using reverse outreach. Now I didn't come up with that strategy at all. I did happen to use um, the uh, the example from Niche Safari Chris. I'll be sure to link his channel down in the description below. But using the idea that he had, I've been able to get several backlinks from people. And sometimes they even come back to me over and over again because they want to, because they know I'm easy to work with and I'm able to get relevant backlinks to one of my niche sites. So definitely check that out, reverse outreach. The next one is to optimize your page for secondary keywords or to continue to add additional related keywords to an existing article that might be struggling to rank. Go to your Google search console and see what articles are struggling to rank either on the bottom of the first page or a second page or third page. Go from there and then go to those articles and figure out what type of topics you might want to add to these articles to beef them up and get them to where they can work with the heavy hitters that might already be on the first page. Now, to do this, I do recommend using tools such as a phrase.io 
That's personally my favorite. Or you can use Surfer SEO or one of the newer kids on the block, Neuron Writer. They're all great tools. They all virtually do the same thing where they use artificial intelligence to look at the first 10 to 20 articles that are ranking for a particular keyword and then letting you know what type of topics and keywords you might want to include in your article that wasn't already there that's being included in other articles as well. This is definitely a game changer that I really didn't start using probably within the last two and a half years or so, but it really makes a marketed difference when I update an article and make it as strong as I can SEO wise with related keywords and secondary keywords using these tools than if I don't use it. So I definitely recommend at least giving it a try. The next tip that I have for you is to interlink between relevant articles. So one of the greatest ways that you can show Google that one page is more important than another is to link to it internally. So take a link that you have on one page and if you reference another article that you happen to be uh, that you happen to have on your website just link from there to that article there and what will end up happening people will land on it from Google they'll see oh there's more great information about what I'm interested in let me click here now they go to a second page on your website and maybe even a third or fourth page just reading your content the longer people are on your website the better the indication you give to Google that that website is a great resource and Google will continue to send you great relevant traffic. Now, a tool that I use to help with internal linking is called Link Whisper. It's very good at using artificial intelligence to read the article, start to make guesses as to where they think a good a good internal link would go. Now, don't just take every single one that Link Whisper gives to you. Uh, be sure to actually look at it, make sure that it's relevant, but most importantly, is it gonna give a good user experience to someone who lands onto your website? As long as that all checks off, go ahead, check a couple of boxes and click add links and literally within seconds, you have internal links all throughout your website. So be sure to go check out that tool, Link Whisper. Another thing that you can do to increase the SEO on your website is to improve the readability of the articles. A lot of what we talk about today happens to do with the user experience. How do people and visitors feel when they land onto your website? And one thing that you can do is increase the readability of your articles themselves. So one thing that I like to do is run my articles through a lot of these grammar tools that happen to be out there. Grammarly is probably one of the more popular ones out there, but they're kind of wicked expensive, right? So I use particularly pro writing aid. They are a lot cheaper and they do the exact same thing. And it does a great job at being able to make sure that your article reads well. When I first got started doing this blogging thing, I would just type everything. And a lot of times I would have misspelled words that I just didn't see because I didn't have anyone checking after me. I remember, I remember my wife would go back, read some of my articles and say, this is terrible. This is terrible grammar or whatever. But since then, I now use these tools to be able to check up behind me and uh, be able to not have to worry about about having misspellings, using the wrong type of word here or there. So whatever tool that you happen to be using, like I mentioned, I use Pro Writing Aid. It works great, give it a try. Um, another thing that you can do is to uh, make sure that you break up the paragraphs. When I say break up the paragraphs, you wanna have very short lines within your articles. You don't wanna have these long blocks of text that you happen to be reading because think about it from a mobile standpoint. If someone's on your site on their mobile device and they're scrolling up and they see a big block of text that's that big, you know, that's just really, really big, they're not gonna want to 
continue reading it and then they'll just skip over it and then they just missed out on a lot of the content that you just added to the site. So I like to do one, two lines maybe. Sometimes I'm, I get accused of doing this too much, almost like a single line for each one, but it's a great way to write for the internet. So I definitely recommend that you break up your paragraphs as well as increase the font on your website as well. It makes it a lot easier for people to read when these articles have nice big letters. I like to have my sizes from anywhere from from 17 to 20 pixels. That's usually pretty good. I've seen some that are bigger, but it starts to get too big at that point. But it does a great job of being able to increase the readability, which increases the user experience, which helps your SEO. So that's those, those are some things that you can do to increase the readability on your site as well. Next up is to have topical authority in some frame or capacity on your site. So when you're choosing your domain name or your topic or, or niche in general, be sure that you go after something that has very, very broad appeal. And when you say broad, I don't mean like entertainment. That, that might be too broad. But if you're going to do sports, you know, that could be your niche. If you're going to do food, that can be your niche. Have a very broad domain name. And then from there, you can now target very specific parts of the niche by creating content in one particular corner of the market. So just for an example, if you wanted to do a domain or a website, I should say, on uh, coffee, instead of just going after coffee, even though coffee is probably broad enough, you might want to do hot drinks or you might want to do uh, breakfast. That way you can early on target very specific coffee terms that allow you to be able to rank and rank quickly, dominate that part of the market, and then you can move on to tea or move on to organic coffee or move on to other types of foods and drinks because you went with a nice broad domain name to begin with. So be sure to do that. Create the topical authority in one specific tight niche under a very broad domain, get the articles out there and then move on to the next corner of the niche. The next tip I have for you is to improve the CRO or the conversion rate optimization. This is once you have traffic to a page, now you need to find a way to get more people to click on the page so that they can go to your affiliate offers, join your email list or whatever action you would like them to take. So to do this, go to your Google Analytics, figure out what pages are getting the most traffic onto your sites and figure out what you can do to further monetize them, either by adding no more affiliate links or adding some affiliate links if there were none there before, adding a comparison table so that you can show this is the difference between this one and this one and put that comparison table, you know, somewhat higher up on the page. I'll be honest, I don't like necessarily putting a ton of featured images in my blog post. So sometimes I'll nix the uh, featured image and add a comparison table. Those things get clicks like wildfire. And another ninja trick, by the way, is make sure that the image in the comparison table can be clicked as well. That way people can go to whatever affiliate offer that um, you happen to be talking about and hopefully they go and buy something. Or at least they are cookied at that point, meaning that the affiliate cookie is on their computer, which means that they do buy anything within the next 24 hours if it's Amazon. Or if you go with another higher paying affiliate network, you might have uh, 30 days or 60 days or even, you know, a lifetime cookies, really depending on what you're going after. Just because you added some comparison tables and some uh, multiple call to actions to actually click on your affiliate links. Just be sure to let people know where they are clicking when you include the uh, uh, the button or the uh, 
or the tables, whatever you happen to be adding to the post so that they know where they're going when they click. That's gonna help your conversion rates as well. Next up is to add video advertisements. This is something that a lot of bloggers out there just don't do because they think it's more work and it really might take you five or 10 minutes, okay? To be able to add video advertisements to your blog post, all you need to do is either go to a place like Ezoic or Mediavine or AdThrive or any of these places and as you are using them, some of them, especially Ezoic, has a way for you to create videos right there on their platform that can easily be added into your website. And now you have these great, nice looking videos that are gonna keep people on your website longer. The longer people are on your website, the more money you're gonna end up making, not just with affiliate clicks, but also with ad revenue. Because these ads, they refresh like every 10 to 15 seconds sometimes. And then you can get more impressions and more impressions leads to more clicks and more clicks obviously leads to more revenue for you and your affiliate site. So go to a place like Ezoic, Mediavine, or AdThrive. There are other ones out there, but those typically are the big three. Now, it would be impossible for me to go through all the other SEO tips I have for you to be able to really grow your business to the point to where it can possibly replace your income or at least become a secondary passive income for you. So to get the full story, I definitely recommend you go check out uh, bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. That's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. I have a free training right there that shows you exactly what to do step by step, how I was able to do it, and most importantly, how you can have the opportunity to try to do it as well. So be sure to go check it out over in the link down in the description, bloggerrevolution.com slash workshop. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Chris Miles Official. And if you want to keep up with me there, and I'll catch you later. Bye.